Good evening, everyone. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Beauty is in the Eye. I am your podcast host, Naida Alvarado. And this evening, I would like to continue with the flirtation experiment on Chapter 6, Adventure. And I just want to thank God for this evening. Thank God for each and every one of you that are tuning in and listening to my podcast at this moment. I pray that God will bring you blessings. I pray for healing if you are needing healing. And I pray that God will provide um, whatever you need, whether it be financial, spiritual, or um, emotional, that God will bring you substance and release, relief in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's start on chapter uh, six, like I said, adventure, page 31. And this is Lisa Jacobson um, sharing this story. Matt finished his phone call and said nothing for some time. But his active eyes were chasing some thought around his head. After a while, I couldn't contain my curiosity and asked, what, Where have you gone? Exploring, he answered. My friend just reminded me of how much I had used to enjoy exploring. I used to enjoy exploring how I would take off into the wilderness for hours, days, and even weeks. I've never seen a horizon I didn't desire to know what was on the other side. Ah, yes, the explorer and adventurer. That's my Matthew. Nothing too revelatory there. Except... Once we started raising our children and also caregiving for both of his parents, those things put a bit of a damper on the adventurous life. Sure, Matt still enjoyed dreaming, studying, and watching documentaries of fascinating places in ancient architecture, but that was hardly the same thrill as going there. Without really meaning to, my grand adventure had been grounded for more than a few years now. And something in me told me it was high time we changed the situation. But how and where? In my wildest dreams, I seen him off to some faraway place where he could explore to his heart's content. Gubeli, Tepe, and Petra and Machu Picchu are a few of his long list. Um, I'm not sure if I pronounced that. Gubeli, Gubeli. Beckley correctly I hope you guys understand it continue on in reality however we have neither the time nor the budget to do anything quite at that level for the time being I needed to settle for a local adventure experiment one that I could realistically pull off and preferably one we could do together but I was stumped for ideas life-giving adventure I wish you could meet John and Susan, my favorite couple, married for more than 50 years. You would love them. Although we share a number of wonderful memories now, I've never forget the first time we had breakfast together. The two of them had flown into a town to speak for a marriage conference, and we met them at a nearby restaurant after they had finished their commitment. There, we were enjoying a lovely time talking about all kinds of subjects when the conversation turned to how They'd spent the rest of the day since they weren't due back home until the following morning. Oh, we're going snowmobiling up on Mount Bachelor, Susan enthusiastically informed us. Really? It was difficult to hide my astonishment. I just don't know that many 
year olds who fly to Oregon and then snowmobile. Trying to sound nonchalant, I said, I didn't realize you two were snowmobilers. How fun. But we're not. This will be our first time trying it, Susan cheerfully announced. There was no hiding it now. I was shocked. You're telling me that you've never been snowmobiling before? But now, here you are, heading up to Mount Bachelor to give it a try. Although I didn't add, and in your 70s, no less, it was implied. Susan laughed. Susan always laughs. Yes, the way to keep young is to keep doing new things. You can believe that right then and there, I started taking notes. Not only do I have a deep admiration for my adventurous friends, but I am also greatly inspired by their marriage of 50 years. More than merely surviving those five decades together, they're one of the few couples I know who continue to thrive and enjoy each other after so many years. I was more than eager to learn any secrets they had to offer. So we ordered another French press coffee and the conversation continued. I gleaned many marvelous insights from our talk together as well as others that would follow, but one thing resonated that day. I had a new appreciation for the value of adventure. I'm not suggesting that snowmobiling in the Oregon Cascades or hiking in Aspen, Colorado, like John and Susan did this past summer, is the baseline standard, but there's certainly much to be said for stepping out and doing something that is totally other than your daily routine. And I have been on the lookout ever since for those things that might fit Matt and me in this season of fewer options that we find ourselves in. On a recent cold winter afternoon, out of nowhere and in the middle of the week, I looked at Matt and said, let's go for a drive up into the Cascades. Right now, he asked, understandably confused. Who are you? And what have you done with my wife? I'm not exactly known for being spontaneous. Yep, only you have to buy me a latte before we get too far down the road. In a few short minutes, he had keys in hand and we were climbing into the car. As promised, he stopped by the coffee kiosk and then we headed towards three Greek creeks driving a long way up the mountain as far as we could until the tires started slipping too much on the ice just the way Matt likes it. And maybe we had been on this road before but it was some time ago and the day was so dramatically beautiful that it hardly mattered. We were on an adventure and it felt thrilling in a small scale kind of way. Better yet, we both felt much closer after having shared our snowy mountain experience. Your flirtation experiment. Maybe you have the resources to plan a big adventure. Perhaps you need to take a more modest approach. What would your husband enjoy? If you're a novice or maybe just very rusty when it comes to adventure, start with something simple so you'll have a good chance for success. Plan a short hike or explore a nearby nature reserve. Swim in the river or borrow bikes for the day, rent a boat, and maybe a skipper too, or go on a fishing expedition. My husband is the more adventurous one in our marriage, but you may be the adventurer in yours. If so, you'll want to think of something your man would, would be down for trying as well. Some adventures such as snorkeling, backpacking, skydiving, canoeing, cycling, rafting, and snowballing. Require learning a new skill, so it might be wise to sign up for a class or lessons before you head out 
on your next expedition, which could be a fun adventure all in itself. If you're a novice or maybe just very rusty when it comes to adventure, start with something simple so you'll have a good chance for success. All right. So that concludes chapter six on adventure. So let's go over to our workbook and we are going to page 21 and we're starting on session two, which is going to cover adventure, laughter, celebration, attraction, and connections, chapter six through 10. All right. So far, your experiments have ushered in joy and creativity and brought some surprises in your marriage. But how do you preserve the spark you've worked to create? You protect that spark. You've had some practice being the initiator of romance in your relationship. How do you feel about being a protector too? Maybe you've been told that the husband is supposed to be your protector. So session two starts with love protects. So maybe you've been told that the husband is supposed to be your protector. So it feels strange to assign yourself that kind of responsibility. Maybe you can't envision yourself as the protector of your marriage or even weirder as his protector. Well, the truth is that you, his wife, are in a better position than any other human to offer him protection. Also, protecting might look different than the association that springs immediately into your mind. Check out the experiments in this section. You'll see what we mean. With God's help, you can give your husband the protection he needs. Let's take the spirit of the experiment even further with experiments of adventure, laughter, celebration, attraction, and connection. Adventure chapter six. Let's do a recap. Lisa and Matt, who've been married for decades, left some of the opportunity for adventure behind when they started raising their family and then caregiving for Matt's parents. Lisa knew that even though he didn't, he hadn't been on an adventure in a while, Matt was certainly an adventurer at heart. Inspired by a joyful older couple who were willing to try new things into their 70s, Lisa experimented with spontaneous and reasonable adventure that she could share with Matt. Except once we started raising our children and then caregiving for both of his parents, those things put a bit of damper on the adventurous life. Sure, Matt still enjoyed dreaming, studying, and watching documentaries of fascinating places and ancient architecture, but that was hardly the same thrill as going there. And this is from page 31 and 32 of the um, adventure. How would you gauge the spirit of adventure in your marriage? What do you see as your obstacles to adventure? Have you replaced real adventures with something else like dreaming, studying and watching? Have you found yourself in a season of waiting until it gets easier? The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And this is Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 to 23. And this is the ESV version. Father God, your mercies are new every morning. You are always doing something new in my heart. Always taking risks to love me. I want to bring that spirit of renewal into my marriage. My adventure experiment. So this is a brainstorming. What skill adventure matches your season? If you are spending time and energy, parenting and caregiving, or if money feels tight, keep the scale small. Adventure is all in the spirit of the activity. Borrow bikes and take an afternoon ride even through your own neighborhood. Or go big. What have you always wanted to try? 
So this is your time to start brainstorming on what adventure to go on with your spouse. So my plan. So this is your plan. Pick one specific action for your adventure experiment. And then here you're going to do what, what are you going to do when you're going to do that adventure and anything I need to prepare in advance. Uh, for example, take classes, buy some backpacks, buy a, a picnic basket, whatever it is. My adventure experiment reflection. That's where you're going to write your adventure experiment reflection. And then what happened afterwards? List the things about your adventure. What encouraged you? What disappointed you? And what surprised you? What were the obstacles? What was his response? Let's wrap up. To ponder, have you ever met a couple like John and Susan, the couple that Lisa describes in the chapter? They challenge Lisa's expectations about the type of people who can enjoy new adventures. After all, they were in their 70s. What kinds of expectations you place on adventure? What kind of attributes would a truly adventurous person have? Do you or your husband have those attributes? More adventure. Experimenting often requires research. Even if your time even if your time of life demands smaller scale adventures, start thinking big. What exotic place would you want to visit? What activity have you always wanted to try? Do a little research. Try to think beyond the financial piece you're playing seeds for a future adventure, not booking a trip right now. What skills would you need to learn? What acknowledge or what knowledge would be helpful? Is there a step, even a tiny one, that you could take towards that adventure today, even if it's just placing a book on hold at the library? Preparing for your next experiment. Think about a recent time your husband made you laugh that was, that was, what was it? that he did do you think of him as funny or is he more of a serious type so this is going to be the next chapter on laughter chapter seven i don't know about you but me and my husband we do a lot of laughing and sometimes we like to watch movies and um and we've watched them so many times that we know the what the people are going to say verbatim and we crack up because that is we find that so funny that you know sometimes in our conversations we will quote parts of that movie. Like one of our favorite movies to watch the, together is my my uh, uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding. And uh, our favorite is part one. Uh, part two is okay. And part three was, you know, um, I mean, it's okay, but, or part two. But um, part one is definitely our favorite. And not only that, we also like to watch shows like George Lopez and The Nanny. And just other uh, movies and stuff. And, and we just like to have a good laugh. And this family, we like a good laugh. So find, look into something that you would like to do with your husband, that you would like to go on an adventure uh, with him and um, enjoy it. Because, you know, once the, your, your kids go off to college or they, got, they get married, they move out, you become empty nesters. It's just you and your spouse. He's going to rely on you and you're going to rely on him. So do things together to spice up your marriage and make it fun. Remember, love, laugh, and enjoy yourself on a daily basis. I know sometimes there's days where you're not going to be able to do that. But try to keep it, you know, um, going. Don't give up on your marriage and do these things and have fun. This year, my husband and I decided that we're going to start doing fun things and spending some more needed time together. So this is my advice to you. So until next time, 
we are going to go to chapter seven. And like I said, chapter seven is about laughter. So God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being faithful listeners. I am Naida Alvarado, your podcast host of Beauty is in the Eye. Have a blessed evening and until next time. Bye-bye.